0: Welcome to Thinking Ahead, your leading-edge insights podcast. Each episode reveals the latest insights on today's consumers and offers a sneak peek of tomorrow's marketplace. Stop guessing what's next and start thinking ahead. Hello and welcome. This is Hannah, your host for this episode of Thinking Ahead, a GFK Insights podcast. Today, we are stepping into the future that is already here. Technology shapes nearly everything we do. That statement is nothing new. But how far can we go? We have the world at the palm of our hands, and it's not just communication anymore. I'm talking about your Alexa, Google Home, smart locks, smart bulbs, smart watches. I'm talking about everything that makes up a smart home. While home lighting and security have been in the smart home category since the 1970s, Now we have refrigerators, washing machines, window shades, and air conditioners that are getting integrated Wi-Fi and smart features as well. With all the products and features, who are the consumers and how do marketers reach them? Joining me to shed some light on the subject is Veronica Chen, Vice President at GFK Consumer Life. With over 15 years of experience in consumer trends. She is an instrumental part of the newly released GFK Consumer Life Smart Home Report. Welcome, Veronica.
1: Thank you, Hannah. So glad to be here.
0: Yeah. So, to start off, can you just give our listeners a quick rundown of what the Smart Home Report is and what it entails?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, So this is the report we have just developed, drawing upon the brand new data from our recently released uh, tech and digital lifestyle study fielded across 25 countries this summer. By the way, we're super excited about this study, the tech and the digital lifestyle study. Uh, It's an in-depth study exploring the full spectrum of people's technology sentiment, needs, and behaviors. So topics covered range from uh, e-sports and gaming, uh, to the evolution of wearables, to the need of remote workers. Smart home is just one of the many, many categories covered in this survey. Now the smart home report itself uh, is the first one of a series of strategic reports to be released that leverage this extremely rich data source. Um, the report itself offers a fresh view of the adoption of an interest in a full range of smart home products, what drives people's interest, uh, what stops them from making the purchase, and ultimately um, what some of the opportunity areas that marketers can tap into to drive growth. Um, so this report actually also comes in both U.S. and global editions. The global version uh, also includes appendix with detailed data for each one of the 25 markets covered in the study.
0: So clearly a lot of information there. Let's just start off the top. What is the current state of smart home adoption with all of that?
1: yeah. So currently uh, smart home adoption is still driven the most by entertainment products. Uh, Things like smart TVs, video streaming devices, uh, wireless speakers. Now, one of the fastest growing categories is, of course, uh, voice assistant speakers or AI speakers, um, such as um, Amazon Echo and Google Home. I myself rely on my Echo and my pal Alexa every single day. And I know that um, I'm certainly not alone. In fact, AI speakers saw substantial adoption surge over the past few years and are now among the few smart home product categories that have actually crossed the adoption chasm or the early adoption stage on the global level. And that is driven to a large extent By a high penetration in some of the uh, largest and leading global markets, Uh, the United States, uh, UK, and China, where about a quarter of our respondents told us that they used dedicated voice assistant speakers in the past months. Um, And the adoption of most other smart home devices, um, from uh, smart appliances to smart locks or doorbells, um uh, running pretty low on the global level, but consumer interest today is actually quite high. And that's obviously good news for marketers in these categories.
0: I also have to ask the question about COVID-19. How has that affected the smart home adoption and interest?
1: Um, but we know for a fact, the home has become more connected during the pandemic. For instance, uh, sales of laptops soared across the globe uh, during lockdowns as people build their smart offices and learning centers at home. Uh, we also know that uh, COVID um, pushed the digital home entertainment to new levels, right? Online gaming and uh, content streaming have reached new highs. Um, well, uh, the next level of digital leisure pursues, um, things like, you know, virtual concerts, remote parties, and virtual museum tours, You know, uh, things that were very, very nascent just eight, nine months ago took off all of a sudden. Not only um, is home increasingly the connected office and entertainment center, it's also becoming uh, the hub for health and fitness. I think we can all relate to this. Um, Many of us uh, saw a doctor virtually for the first time during the pandemic. Um, Not only has COVID catapulted telehealth or remote doctor visits to the mainstream nearly overnight. It has also spurred record sales of smart workout equipment as people try to uh, stay fit in quarantine. Uh, Peloton, uh, for instance, the maker of its namesake, Smart Stationery Bikes um, reported last month a nearly 200% increase in quarterly sales, uh, their bikes are not cheap, right? <laughs> and that's pretty, ex- uh, pretty impressive, um, you know, um, that they saw that kind of uh, sales increase. And our data also shows that about one of global consumers are now interested in buying smart home fitness equipment in the coming uh, couple of years. Uh, Certainly, uh, interest does not always translate into purchases. We all know that. Um, And the uh, economic fallout from the pandemic will probably also limit the ability of uh, many people to be able to afford smart home products, which often come at a premium. But we do believe that in the long run, this crisis will actually boost the potential and appeal of smart home products by cementing the role of home as the connected center of life. And I also wanted to mention that um, uh, the engagement with AI speakers and voice technology at home skyrocketed during the pandemic um, as people you know, spend more time at home, interacted um, with their home uh, gadgets more, and also you know, leveraged their smart assistants to pick up new skills like cooking a gourmet dinner. Um, and as we know, a voice assistants often control other smart home products. So we can perhaps argue that this uh, growing uh, engagement with uh, digital assistants, a voice assistants, um, really bodes well for not only the future adoption of AI speakers, um, but even other types of smart home devices that work with the them.
0: The entire sector of smart home workout equipment and health devices I think is really interesting because I think you're right if we were talking a year ago we would probably not be talking about it as much and most people do identify smart home products as being you know your Echo Dot and your Google Home which of course they are and those are still incredibly prevalent but there has been this huge explosion in health products since the coronavirus hit do you know if there are any other products that are currently emerging or being developed in that sector? I'm thinking about not just working out, but your internal health.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, we do believe that um, uh, smart home health technology will continue to grow. As you said, it's driven you know, not just by the advances in technology, but also the aging population. People need that. Um, and you know, this category really has been in development for years, if not really decades, right? And uh, so far, uh, the adoption has been lagging uh, quite a bit, but I think that might be changing now that, you know, um, not only consumers, but healthcare professionals, uh, even the insurance company, all have grown more comfortable with the idea of telemedicine through COVID. So I think com- COVID will be uh, probably, you know, again, a catalyst for this trend. And why? We already also um, saw from our data that consumer interest um, has reached mainstream. So again, um, according to the data that we just collected this summer, um, nearly half, uh, 45% of global consumers told us that they were interested uh, in smart home products that collect and directly transfer health data to health care professionals. Um, So that's pretty encouraging.
0: As you said, this smart home report is a global report. Are there regional differences when it comes to smart home needs and interests?
1: Yes, um, there definitely are. Um, So overall, um, consumers in emerging markets are particularly enthusiastic about smart home products. Um, This perhaps relates to the fact that they tend to be younger people, uh, very passionate about technology overall. So cost is often the ultimate barrier for adoption for these consumers. Um, Consumers in uh, developed markets, on the other hand, especially those in developed Asia, actually tend to be uh, a bit more skeptical about many smart home products, even though they may be uh, more able to afford such options. Uh, now, in terms of smart home benefits, um, energy conservation is particularly appealing to many consumers in Western markets, especially Western Europe, where electricity costs tend to be relatively high. Uh, on the other hand, automation, automating household chores is of higher priority um, in developed Asia, uh, where, as we know, many people work very long hours and really long for convenience. In fact, um, further automating household chores is the number one smart home benefit that resonates with consumers in Japan uh, versus number six globally on a list of nine benefits that we track, ranging from uh, energy conservation to home monitoring to uh, remote control of products. Uh, And consistent with that, uh, robotic floor cleaners are among the most adopted and also the most intended smart home products in developed Asia. Just to give you a couple examples.
0: Wow. Well, once they make a product that can fold my clothes for me, they can sign me up for that one. (laughs) Me too. So what about demographic groups? Do smart home products resonate more with some consumer groups than others?
1: Yes, uh, for sure. There are uh, certainly some demographic differences when it comes to uh, smart home adoption and interest as well. Um, Overall, millennials reported the highest level of adoption and intent for smart home products among all generations. This definitely relates to the fact that millennials are in that life stage of child-rearing material accumulation and building their homes, right? But it can perhaps also be attributed, at least in part, to their passion towards technology. Uh, By the way, millennials are actually the most pro-technology generation overall, even more so than Gen Z, the generation that follows. Yeah, millennials. Um, So Gen Z may be the true digital native generation, right? But perhaps because they grew up in the digital age, they actually tend to be more practical and less excited about technology than millennials. Uh, They tend to see both the pros and cons of new technology. Um, And aside from millennials driving the interest in smart home products overall, um, there are also a few other nuances, Uh, for example, it's probably not surprising to see that moms are um, particularly interested in smart home products that help ultimate chores. Uh, and older consumers, again, you know, as we uh, hinted earlier, um, who often uh, are managing chronic conditions like high blood pressure and sugar, they are more uh, likely to prioritize at-home healthcare solutions.
0: Well, so far, I feel like I've heard a lot of opportunities, a lot of obvious reasons why a marketer can sell these products to certain groups but of course not everything has all benefits. There's gonna be negatives as well. So what are some of the barriers of smart home adoption?
1: Uh, Yes, guess what's the top barrier? (laughs) It is um, the cost as for many (laughs) advanced products, especially technology products, right? So cost is the top barrier overall for smart home product purchases, even for high-income consumers now i do want to acknowledge that uh, smart home products are more accessible today than ever with the introduction of many uh, affordable options in recent years but they still tend to carry a premium um, some perhaps uh, steeper than others privacy is another obstacle Um, is actually the number one barrier globally for voice assistant speakers Uh, number two after only cost for smart appliances as well as uh, smart security and lighting products. Now, consumers definitely have good reasons to be worried, right? Um, There have been plenty of horror stories of hackers breaching home security cameras and reports that uh, Alexa and Google Assistant spying on us. Uh, So for some consumers, the risk is just simply too high to justify the benefit. And for um, a good number of consumers, the benefit of smart home products just isn't that compelling anyway. So not seeing the use of smart home products is another key adoption deterrent, um, especially when it comes to smart appliances and voice assistance. Um, certainly a lack of knowledge about and experience with smart, uh, smart home products may be part to blame, but it's also fair to say that uh, some of the smart home features are just not super useful in everyday life. Um, I remember being a part of uh, a workshop at the top global technology and appliances company a few years ago. Uh, One comment from a seasoned marketer at the company's uh, home appliances division was that many smart home appliances were actually stupid. (laughs) That was right? But very true. Yeah, even today, do we really need to remotely start our smart washer instead of pushing the button after you push in the load? Probably not in most cases. As you said, Hannah, yeah, something that can fold our laundry will be a lot more useful.
0: I agree. They need to get on that one. It is interesting, though, because it does make me think about when Steve Jobs came out with the ipad and he said it was going to be one of the most useless products and it has become one of the most useful products when it comes to retail you see them all the time at counters for registers now So it'll be interesting to see some of those products that people think that they're mundane right now and they turn out to be a huge tool in the future.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, in some cases, like, your smart speakers, you know, people who don't use them, they may not recognize, you know, how useful they could be. So I do feel like education and experience is a part of this. But certainly there is also the other element of, you know, um, smart home needing to... um, also evolve and really deliver true benefits um, to um, grow into the mainstream
0: right well there's clearly a lot of interest even with the barriers i think there's a lot of interest in these products Um, and the biggest question for marketers is is how do they really drive growth
1: yeah that's the million dollar or billion dollar trillion dollar question right Um, so first and foremost providing and communicating Uh, convincing and tangible product benefits is essential. Um, We believe that, uh, again, for smart home products to really mainstream, um, they'll need to move beyond being quote unquote smart or connected to become truly intelligent and useful. Partly because uh, mainstream consumers tend to be less swayed than early adopters by the wow factor of novel technologies and are more value driven. Now, some products are already moving into that direction. Uh, For example, uh, LG smart washers, with its ThinkQ technology, can detect fabric type and recommend the optimal setting to reduce damage. And that's a benefit that many consumers can identify with. Uh, I myself can certainly use that feature. Um, I also wanted to point out that at this time of information overload, Being truly useful and intelligent is not about uh, quantification or endless notifications. It is about automation and effortless real outcome. Uh, In fact, when we ask our respondents what smart home features appeal to them, energy saving uh, was rated much higher than energy tracking. So quantification may be a buzzword a few years ago, but increasingly that's not enough. So marketers will have to consider how to automate and deliver results. Now, speaking of automation, uh, automation today often requires a smart products playing nicely with each other, right? This brings me, uh, me to my next point, compatibility and interoperability will be increasingly expected For smart homes to truly realize their uh, full potential, devices will have to work seamlessly together to deliver ultimate convenience and user experience. This um, is already very evident to tech leading-edge consumers, Um, a proprietary segment that we at GFK track. So these are about 15% of consumers who are knowledgeable about technology are often early adopters in the category and tend to influence other people's tech purchases tech leading edge consumers are particularly demanding of smart products at home and even beyond to work together for the optimal customer experience, and we think the mainstream consumer will follow as they become more educated about the potential of the Internet of Things. Now very quickly, last but not least, um, companies, of course, will also need to address uh, consumers' digital privacy and security concerns that we talked about earlier, and this means not only being transparent about their data collection, but also demonstrate how they are going the extra mile to safeguard uh, virtual security of their customers, which is often intertwined with physical security when it comes to smart home products.
0: Well, to sum everything up in one final question for you, Veronica, thinking ahead, What sectors of smart home do you see as the emerging products to come, or is there one that's already out there that we're going to see even more of in the coming years?
1: Yeah, interesting question. Um, It's hard to say whether there will be brand new sectors emerging, but I definitely believe many smart home products will continue to evolve. Uh, Frankly, much of the potential of the smart home that we started to envision years ago is yet to be fully realized in everyday life but we have started to see progress uh, in solutions as mentioned earlier some of the smart home products are already moving beyond being smart to become truly intelligent and i do believe that's the direction of the category Um, Now imagine this, your smart oven will know exactly how to best cook the chicken that you put in there per the recipe you chose. Your smart mattress will move beyond tracking your sleep pattern to automatically adjust for the ideal temperature and firmness based on your body temperature and sleep pattern. And perhaps it'll even uh, work with your smart watch, refrigerator and coffee pot to understand how your workout patterns and um, diet affect your sleep and make recommendations for a more restful night. So ultimately your smart home will know a lot more than you do about how to best deliver the optimal experience to you in the moment.
0: Well, that sounds amazing.
1: yes yeah so that's something that we have been talking about for a long time um it's yet to fully realize for many for most people right but i think it is um certainly the future of uh smart uh, the smart home and even the internet of things now one less futuristic that i'm personally very interested in watching is the next evolution of smart tv Now the dominant role of TV has always been video consumption, right? Followed by displaying gaming content. Uh, The rise of smart TV may have revolutionized where and how to access movies, shows, and games, but did not really expand the role of TV. This, however, may be changing. Earlier this year, Amazon reported that fitness apps worldwide saw a 40% increase in use on Fire TV which I found pretty fascinating. And Samsung obviously obviously saw the opportunity and launched its health platform on Samsung smart TVs, featuring um, over 5,000 hours of free content from popular fitness and meditation apps. And even beyond fitness, um, there are also signs that smart TVs will be taking on video calls. Amazon, again, uh, added, support for video calling to its fire tv platform uh, last month and around the same time google also announced that its due video calling service uh, would be made available on android tv i think we can probably all agree that the past decade was one of the rise of smaller screens, right? Uh, Your smartphones, tablets, that stole some of consumers' attention and time from the ultimate home screen. It would be very interesting to see whether or not um, the TV screen will actually regain some of its lore in coming years. And maybe it will no longer be the traditional sense of TV screens anymore, but a combination of video display, smart workout interface, default video calling screen, and even more.
0: Well, I cannot wait to see that either because I did not even think about all of that. And now I'm going to be watching out for it in the market. Well, thank you, Veronica. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time out of your day for talking to me and also giving our listeners some really great insights to take away. Now, if you're interested in learning more about the Smart Home Report, anything that Veronica spoke about, you can click the link in the description of the podcast. Also, don't forget to subscribe and review Thinking Ahead so that you never miss an episode. Thanks again, Veronica. Thank you so much. And now, our closing segment, Listen to This, where we'll share some fun facts pulled from our studies across GFK.
1: Home security systems are integrating more and more smart features. But will that devalue their trust among consumers? Listen to this. One third of global consumers cited safety in my home as a barrier to buying smart security or lighting products. Only cost and privacy were mentioned more often by comparison One quarter of consumers cited home safety as a purchase concern when it came to voice assistant speakers and smart appliances.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Thinking Ahead. For more information on today's topic, click the link in the description. We'll see you next time so you can keep thinking ahead.